Welcome to Crushgasm, the podcast dedicated to the highs and lows of crushes. From their first to their worst, we're going to cover them all with a cascade of characters, including our guest today, a leading ringmaster, DeAndre Robinson, a dad, poker player, and podcaster who is here to talk not only about his show, Mass Debaters, but also about one of the most iconic mothers to ever grace the small screen, his TV MILF crush, none other than Felicia Rashad. DeAndre, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I know you're a little sleepy, but hopefully yeah. talking about your MILF crush will wake you up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you definitely can. <laughs> so, let's hop right into this because The Cosby Show, it wasn't just a show. It was a show I didn't like watch too regularly. I would catch it here and there, but it was like more in syndication because I'm a little younger than when it came out. But what about you? Were you watching it regularly? Were you like, oh my God, Cosby Show's on? Or was it more like a Nick at Night situation? My mom put me on the Cosby Show. I mean, I definitely will say that. Um, I, I watched it pretty regularly. I know most of the episodes by heart. Uh, most of the kind of episodes by heart. It's, so I wasn't like a, like, if you ask me trivia, I could do okay. But I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't ace it <laughs> at all. Yep. Like a C plus student yeah, in the Cosby yeah. Show. All right. Like there's shows you know a lot more, shows you know a lot less. Understandable. I would probably get like a D minus in Cosby Show. Probably an F, really, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I watched it here and very much there. So what initially, other than your mom, what like drew you into it once you, she sat you down and was watching it with her? Well, I got the truth. Uh, what I saw from the Cosby Show. Is what draw me to it. Um, being from one race in Philadelphia, uh, the hoods of Philadelphia, and you didn't see a lot of families like Duxables or the banks, like black families that's, that's thriving. And on the flip side, you're about 10 years old and you're watching this show with your mom, and you could have really fallen in love with a number of Huxtables. They were all beautiful. Rudy, Vanessa, De- Denise. So what drew you to Claire? What about that matriarch made your tween heart take notice? I love women that don't take yes. any crap. Well, don't take any shit. And Claire, strong black woman, ideal strong black woman for me. Beautiful inside and out to care of her family, make sure her family was safe, make sure that nobody messed with her family. Uh, the one episode that really got me was when uh, one of her kids, uh, future husbands, say that she said that she served him, served her husband, and then she went off. I said, "Oh my goodness, that's my kind of right. That's my right there." Uh, <laughs> even that, well, I think it was, I think it was twelve, thirteen years old. I'm like, oh my god, yes. So she definitely had like a lot going for her. She wasn't just beautiful. She was also a career woman. Was the idea of her being a lawyer appealing to you as a kid? Or was that something that you grew to love as you got older? Because I mean, as a kid, are you really admiring lawyer characters? I don't know. I did like Allie McBeal. <laughs> so um, not, not not so far her being a lawyer, but being successful as a teenage, preteen teenager. Because that's when I really started watching you see like both the mom and the dad one's a doctor one's a lawyer but it was more successful and again going to philly um just surrounding i mean i'm not saying that people weren't successful what i am saying is that you see a lot more of for lack of better words not successful people that's that's a little harsh too um you see a lot of negative things negative about people black people in the hoods in philadelphia so with her being successful and having I want to say four or five kids. Um, she, yeah, that, that that did it for me as well. And you mentioned you liked this show because it showed 
the Cosby show was very iconic in what it did, despite, you know, what the lead actor did later in life or whatever. That's not the point. But, you know, as the as the series as a whole, you can't deny no one can deny what it did for television, because I think before that, for me, I would see good times. They were struggling. And then, you know, Sanford and Son, they were in like a junkyard. And even like the Jeffersons, like, yeah, they were coming, moving on up, but we were always like reminded of that. But the Cosby show just started out, they were doing so well. So when you think about that, did that kind of influence you later in life to maybe strive for more in your neighborhood? That wasn't, that was maybe more on the good time struggle bus. What made me strive for more for my neighborhood wasn't TV shows. I won't say that now. However, though, I, I, I do remember, so I, I did watch a lot of good times. Slot Jefferson's uh, Sanford and Son is one of my favorite. Sanford and Son is one of my favorite. Uh, Fred G. Sanford is one of my favorite characters of all time. However, though, which made me strive to make my community better, which I, I still do today, even though I am across the country, <laughs> with my community. And, and again, it didn't help that the portrayal of black people and a lot of things, we literally just, just started getting positive light on, on different shows. And yes, you're right. The Cosby Show is one of the first uh, shows that was a positive light. Um, and the uh, maker, star of the show, I won't, I won't say it again. However, he made sure, that, but the one thing I will say, he made sure that everything was positive about black people in this in this in this show. He got psychologists to even come out to talk to him about it, so he can make sure that everything's positive in the show. So what made me what made me fight for my community wasn't really this show; it was seeing the community and wanting to fight back for more. And then in the future, did that lead you to watch shows like Blackish? Because they have top tier TV milfs too, from Tracy Ellis Ross to Jennifer Lewis. I mean. <laughs> Mm, yes. Uh, so Jennifer Lewis, I mean, I love Jennifer Lewis. I do. Quintessential black TV mom. Uh, and and got a truth, I, I would love for for uh, her to be my aunt. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I always wanted her to be my aunt because I, I know for a fact I'm, I'm going to have fun, but I'm going to learn some lessons. Uh, like, 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 yeah. And then Trish Ellis Ross was Trish Ellis Ross. Girlfriends was, was I mean, even as a guy, Girlfriends was a good show. Such a sad thing that they didn't get a proper ending. No, not at all. How, they, 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 get a, they, they got a spinoff, but they, they didn't get a proper ending. And the, game oh. was a, the game was a spinoff of, of, of Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they did not get a proper ending, which sucked so bad. Because that, that show was actually another show that, I mean, it had, I mean, every show has its own. Um, uh, bad times, but it showed black people, black women, in a positive light. Uh, different black women. They, they, wasn't, they were all the same. They were all, they were all different, and they, and they showed them in a positive light. And I, I love that about that show. And I love Trisha Ellis Ross. Blackish is another another show that I love to see uh, black people in a positive light. So I haven't really gotten too grownish yet. I'm, pre- I'm hoping it's the same way. Oh, Grownish is great. I haven't seen the last season and a half, but mm. 
from you know from the start to then it was so oh it's so good the characters are great they do have i know junior is now on grownish since blackish mm-hmm. ended and he's he's done taking a break from college so he's coming to the school now oh it's so good i hope mm-hmm. you enjoy it it's really I, i'm definitely gonna try it yes well back to your crush on felicia you were just a kid at the time uh did your this crush kind of kickstart an interest in older women as you got older <laughs> Actually, yeah, <laughs> it did. Uh, when, when, I, when I turned 21, I I did it. Multiple, I said multiple, multiple women, ten plus years older than ten, 10 years or plus older than I was, and I, and probably and and because going so bad, but probably and I didn't think about it this way, but it's probably because fish fish are. There you go. <laughs> um, but, discovering so, yeah. things about yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I, I am actually. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 twenty-one plus years ago, I did date um, uh, a lot of, not with multiple women um, over the age of ten, so ten plus years or more. So yeah, uh, to answer that question and to look back, back on my life, <laughs> yes, it all started with watching the Cosby Show. Well, and again, she is just forever, and she's always going to be in like a top. 10 list of tv moms but mm-hmm. in recent years we've gotten a lot of other great moms since the cosby show left the air have any of them in your eyes come close to being on the same level as claire huxtable no i mean and, and, and don't and, and i say no fast because claire was the first claire claire slash Rachel Shaw was the first the first person that you know, I was on TV. I was looking forward to watching the Cosby Show because because A, the Cosby Show was good, but for B, definitely because of Felicia Shot. However, though, I looked, but now that I'm older, I guess it doesn't. It's, I'm, not, I'm not the same person. Now, Felicia Shot always have to again, even to, till this day. Felicia Shot ever said marry me, with, like today, I'm I'm kind of. To my name to DeAndre Rashad, like it's not, <laughs> however, though, I don't see any. No, no, me wrong, there are beautiful moms, Stevie moms out there, uh, i.e., Tracy Ellis Ross, and uh, I, I keep calling Gina, but uh, but um, Gina from Martin, but she played on my Malaysian my, my kids, she was beautiful, mm-hmm. Tisha Campbell, that's her name, Tisha Campbell, and then Tisha Campbell's friend, when she played everybody, his Chris, she was beautiful. So, there are multiple beautiful TV moms out there. Well, and you've noted that when it comes to Felicia Rashad, you would marry her in a heartbeat. The crush is still going strong. With that, mm-hmm. have you checked her out as a mom in the new Creed movies and also This Is Us, where she plays another mom? So, This Is Us, definitely. Um, side note, uh, uh, I went to school with, and actually, we were friends back in high school. Um, and she was graduating with me before I, I'm sorry, a year before I did. Um, but one of the writers for this is us, so I had to watch it. So I had to watch it. Her, her name is Kayle Yeggy. We went to the university together. Um, and she's doing the uh, Maya Angelou story as well, which is coming out soon. So, yes, uh, every everything from even even when she was a, like Felicia Shaw, even when she was a, wasn't the best person in good deeds. I'm not, I'm not even a Tyler Curry fan. But but in good deeds, she was like, oh, so like, oh my goodness, greatest, this great as hell. So good deeds when she had cameos in um, Empire, I, I love that. Creed when she won Creed, I love, I love that as well. When I see her now, I still think how she's one of the most beautiful women in the world. 
now it's time to write our own sitcom here. Um, so it's going to be you and Felicia Rashad starring as a power couple on the small screen. And so just tell me, what do you think this series would be about? How many kids would you have? What would your jobs be? Where is it set? Just give us the quick details. Oh, man. Put me on the spot. Okay. So. Uh, you haven't so, thought about this before? <laughs> I, I may have, may have not. But doing it now, like doing the age now, because Fuji Shaw is like 69 years old. So, I mean, give or take. So, I'm sorry, 74 years old. Just look up. 74 years old. So, this would have to be uh, an awkward, not too awkward, but an awkward kind of sitcom where she, <laughs> she's older and I'm a little bit younger. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm only. I'm only 34, so she's 40 years older than me. So I don't think that we have kids together in this sitcom. I think that, probably has like adult kids. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I think that she has adult kids that, that don't that don't approve of this relationship. I bring a kid in with me that don't approve of her, of, of, well, that, that loves her actually, but like probably like see her as grandma or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we figure out how to make this love work as an age difference. So I'll, I'll call it, I actually got into, I probably would call it age gap. Just, 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 just a name off the top of my head, age gap. Yeah. And you know what, got into, I'm, 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 I'm going to look, look more into this, to this, uh, idea of me and Fisher Shy being in Chicago. Like, <laughs> well, like, like, Netflix, if you're listening, age what? gap, yeah. pick it up. <laughs> age gap, there you go. Um, <laughs> Oh, there you go. You have a creative project sprung from this. So now it's time to change the channel, if you will, and talk more about mass debaters. Y'all had yourselves a bit of a pandemic baby like many of us and kicked off the show, I'd say pretty early in July 2020. Had this been something you'd wanted to do for a while or was it like, hey, we're in the thick of a pandemic. Let's start something. We did start mass debaters. Actually, when we started, it was called Versus. Uh, yeah, it was called Versus, and we had to change the name from Versus to Masty Bitters because um, uh, there were so many podcasts called Versus. Um, so many, and we thought that we were picking back off of the uh, the show that they're doing Versus now. So we thought we could do that, and it did not work out as we thought it would. <laughs> we thought it would. So we, t- we had Masty Bitters. Um, and we started it because it was a pandemic baby. Um, but as you know, like you see it, because uh, okay, we're friends on Facebook now. Um, I post a lot, and and when, when I post a lot on Facebook, it's, it was never the things I'm posting now. Like now, I'm posting about the brackets, um, which I get I'll get to soon. But you know, I just have deep, deep thought questionings, weird questionings as well. And I just thought about it. I was like, listen, we can just do a podcast, see how we can do it. And I asked uh, three of my friends if they want to join. Uh, one is still there. One is is doing the the wrestling podcast with me, and one is not. And yeah, it's, it, you can consider it a uh, COVID baby. And I'm not going to lie to you. I actually in real life have a COVID baby. Oh, so so, so, so it's my second COVID Twins. baby, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so, but we did start doing COVID, and we did. But it was more not because of we wanted to do something for COVID. We just really wanted to just just talk about a lot of stuff that we could talk about. And so, yes, it's a, it's a COVID baby, but it, 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 we didn't, to us, couldn't be, 
we get this question a lot to us. We don't feel like it was because of COVID we did this, we started this. With a lot of shows, they tend to stick with pop culture, but Masturbators is about debating any and everything under the sun. I love that you really cover a lot of things, and right out the gate, you were like, worst type of person to date, best Tarantino <laughs> movie. Those are very different topics. Mm-hmm. It, when it, you do episodes like that, is it sort of just like taking a topic out of a hat, or are these things that are on your mind all week, and you're like, let me take it to the rest of the Masturbators? Uh, when we do, so when we first started, uh, we did three topics per episode then we don't then we went down to two and now it's just one topic because it was just so long so when we when we started this we just we it was kind of like the name out of hat it was uh i, I asked we, we have the spreadsheet and i asked our, uh, everybody in, in, a, in a one podcast because i have uh, three other hosts as well on a podcast to put their ideas in the spreadsheet what we call it the the topic bible uh, we would every week before we would go to the Topic Bible, um, and when we started, it was movie. We tried to make it movie, music, food, like in, in that area, because we had like said we had three topics. But now, but now what we do is, if you come on the show, the guest star actually picks the, the topic that they, they want to do, and it's easy for us. Put it on someone else. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. And you uh, mentioned you guys do pop culture brackets as well and Mm -hmm. since i became your friend on facebook i follow on twitter i these sometimes give me like i'm like yelling at the results because i'm like (laughs) how like the i it was like clueless versus something i think wayne's world and i was so mad that wayne's world was winning i was so i was like how how can this be but and of course but it's all in fun everyone has their opinions but has Mm -hmm. there ever been a movie that is close to your heart that's gotten taken out that made you kind of feel like it was a personal attack so so before we, we before we did this type of brackets where we had everyone votes we tried to do a brackets of our, our own sorry my dog's barking um we tried to do uh brackets of our own and uh and then we started this one so because we thought it was easier and it's, it is easier for everybody but me but <laughs> um but uh our first ones, we did 80s movies, we, we did um, something else, and then we did black movies, because we thought that black movies wasn't represented enough in these, mm-hmm. in these categories. And in the first round, and it's 104, if you don't know, it's 104 uh, movies. And in the first freaking round, The Wiz lost to Sister Act in the first round, which to me personally, I don't think Sister Act, the first Sister Act is a black movie uh, per se, only because yes, it has a black main character. However, it's, she's the only black person in the movie. Also, who needs that one when you got the sequel? That, thank you. And the, if, if, if the sequel would have beat it, fine. The, I, I can't really get mad. The Wiz is one of my favorite, my favorite musical of all time. And I, I, I tell people whoever listen that The Wiz is better than The Wizard of Oz. I, I will say it to the day I die. However, though, if Six Track 2 would have beat The Wiz, I can't get mad, too mad at that. However, Six Track 1 beat The Wiz, and I was upset. I was, I was, <laughs> I was heated. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That, 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 that cannot, this cannot be true. It's, this cannot be true at all. And it beat it, and it beat it by a lot. It beat like 70, 70 plus percent of the votes. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, it was gross. It was gross. I, I didn't like it at all. But the winner of that 
bracket 104 black movies was coming to America, which is my favorite movie of all time. So I'm so it, it redeemed itself. Oh, so you're like, oh, you know, you got your heart broken right out the gate, but at yeah. least you, know, you got the redemption. And that what are some like tournaments that you've been wanting to do that you guys haven't maybe done yet for brackets? Um, like, mm-hmm. So we are oh, coming up. We are going to do horror. Well, first things first, I'm taking a month off. Uh, I, I you know his thing. I have like a panel of people that come on with the, with the, with this, and actually open invitation if you want to come on or anyone wants to come on as well. Just let me know. Open invitation to see the results or come on the show. Period. But I'm taking a month off because I mean, I do all the you know looking at the you know look at Rotten Tomatoes for the rankings and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, I reseed every uh, round. I post everything. Like, I, I, just, I just need a break. But when I come back in October, we're going to do horror movies. Because you know, we Halloween, horror movies should be fun. Uh, 2000 movies we're going to do. We're going to do hip-hop songs, the top 104 hip-hop songs, rom-com movies, sports movies, action movies, classic rock songs, sitcoms, cartoons, and video games are coming up. And God, I was just watching uh, the Hitman Bodyguard, which is which. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Samuel Jackson fan for the, the fact that if I ever need somebody to narrate my life, it had to be Samuel Jackson. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but I, I, I noticed that Sing just one of the top build. Like he has the most some of the most movies in in movies. Period. Yeah. So I would love to do. I would love to just do a Samuel Jackson movie tournament. Tracks for 104 of them. If he's been in it, he has my, that may not be the star of the movie, but mm-hmm. he, if he's been in it, then, then just do that. Yeah. I bet Pulp Fiction would win, even though I don't like that movie, but I bet it would win. I'd bet money on that. So I thought we'd play a quick speed round based on TV Moms, and we're not going to debate the, the following your answers, but perhaps your co hosts, you know, Cam, Dwayne, CJ, they'll listen to this and they'll want to take you on later in maybe a TV Mom bracket based on your answers so <laughs> right so a tv mom you'd want by your side during a parent teacher conference a tv mom that i will want by a parent team. oh okay um forgot her name but it's a show called the league um oh, jenny. Uh, jenny yeah you know jenny jenny i would love i want jenny by, by, by my side because i know for a fact that if my daughter and I just had a daughter uh, about six months ago, so I know when my son is my daughter start cursing at any young person, I can literally just say, I mean, it's not just me, you know. <laughs> point, point Jenny real quick. <laughs> so yeah, I, I went my having off the top of my head now. Top of my head, definitely Jenny. And the TV mom you feel is the best disciplinarian. Michelle Rock from uh, Everybody Who's Chris. I, I am not for abusing kids i want to say that right now uh clearance everyone um but she did give out discipline for her kids when, when they did bad things so i think that i'm gonna show michelle rock but to be fair that show was set during a time during time during the during the during the early or late 80s i think it was so, I mean, yeah. I grew up in the 90s and my mom was quick with it. Give me the shoe. Give me my sandal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I- my mom had something that people, I think I'm joking about. I'm dead serious. She had something called the boomerang shoe. It was this high heel 
Ooh. that curved when she threw it. And I know it curved because I, 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 she was in her room and I tried to run from, you know, getting spanking because something I did. And I ran and I felt the, the, the shoe smacking my back while down the hallway. <laughs> I, I, turn, I turn around. She's nowhere to be found. I go back in the room. She's sitting in the exact same place in the exact same style. It's the boomerang shoe. It's a whole boomerang shoe. <laughs> right the crocodile there. dundee of moms over there. Right, right there. I'm God, God, true. She probably is. Like, like that thing curves. I know, I know, for, and I, I, know I know I saw a cur- half curve one time. One time. <laughs> and so, yeah, she had the, that boomerang shoe. So I understand. <laughs> a TV mom that would be the most fun on a family vacation. I'm actually going to go with um, and Viv. I uh, actually with this one. I mean, um, you'd have a baller vacation. Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> would. <laughs> a TV mom who you think would pack the best school lunches. Mrs. Evans from Good Times. There you go. Because I, I know for a fact that she knew how to. Uh, um, and last one, TV mom that we didn't get to see become a grandma, but that you think would have been a great grandma had the show continued that long. I actually don't think Bo was a, uh, in her kids had kids no. from uh, Blackish. So, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna go Bo here. I, I think that um, Bo would have been a, a, a fantastic grandma. She was a fantastic mom. So, yeah, I'm gonna go Bo. I would have loved to see Peggy Bundy as a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to do a uh, 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 a final, uh, not final, but a uh, this idea thrown around just to do a one season reunion show oh. for 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 uh, for um, married with children. Oh, I would have but, loved that. Well, my, do you remember? I mean, you're around my age, so you probably remember like. I always tell my husband that like Growing Pains and the uh, Brady Bunch always used to have these one-off movies where they would reunite and we'd get to see where they are. I always was like, I think in contracts for TV shows, if the TV show lasts X amount of years and you have the fan base, it should be like required. Every five to ten years, you come back for a quick little movie. Let us see what's going on. Because it's like, I don't care what the actor's doing. Like, The Office. I don't care what John Krasinski's doing today. I want to know what Jim Halpert's doing. Is he still with Pam? How is Austin? Like, John Krasinski, Kuka, you know? So, so I, I love that idea. Because um, I'm tired of these reunion shows. Listen, listen, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing Martin in the Fred Prince Bowler reunion show. I was a big fan of Friends. No one there a big fan of Friends. So I didn't even watch that reunion show, but the reunion show for Martin and Fred Prince Bowler was the wrong. It was, it was good. It gives some good uh, light with certain situations. However, though, I'm with you. That reunion show should have been a one, at least a one episode to two episode show. Not, yeah. you know, not all the time, but five yeah. to 10 years, you know, we can see. And even when like, like we all know Modern Family lasted what, 11 seasons. Ed O'Neill's mm-hmm. probably not going to make it another 10 years, you know, <laughs> knock on wood. Mm-hmm. But see, you know, they could reunite for his funeral or something, not to be mm-hmm. too morbid, but, you know, go along with the reality. Let us just know what's up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will, I will, I would love to see a actual show for actually actual reunion or update review show of um, Marriage Children. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. 
so many shows should do that because it's it's just like a thank you to the fans because yeah i'm with you like the reunions are fine like the front when you're sitting around but it's like i don't need to just hear you talk about it i'm i like i said i want to know where the characters are not so much the actors yeah like a Martin one? Could you imagine Martin in 2022? He would have a I, I, podcast. I, I would love that. Let me, for for a myriad of reasons to see you uh, where you know Gina Martin is, uh, Pam. But like the the last episode they went to uh, California, so I would love to see you know, move back to that to that to, to that apartment for uh come back and you know, see what they would do with tommy because rest in peace of tommy mm-hmm. um so like i would i would love that oh wishful thinking let's put out some good vibes into the the universe so we get that for mm-hmm. all these shows like who's gonna pay i always said if i won the lottery i would have my own studio where i just like bring back shows that got canceled or i do these reunions <laughs> and that's all my content would be <laughs> I'd be like, they only got two seasons, but I love that show. I'm gonna pay for it. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> there, are, there are certain shows that I would love to like. I, I, I talk about the league and, and I've got the name. I'm talking the league. However, though, I would bring back the league for these four more seasons. Uh, the league is one of my favorite shows of all time. So good. It really, it's so so hilarious. I watch the league every around this time. I'm gonna watch it now. Um, well, I'm gonna be watching now. I'm watching it every the time because I play football all the time. So. Like you, you can't you can't quite some French football player if you have to see the league, like at all. So lastly, uh, you told us what's coming up. We got horror movies coming up in October. That's exciting. So where can we mm-hmm. find masturbators online? So masturbators you can find on any uh, podcast website, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon, Google, uh, whatever. Um, we are everywhere. Our, our website is masturbatorspodcast.com, but. Don't be surprised if it's not updated because I get lazy sometimes. But that's our website, um, uh, and, and we are live. We we we, we uh, have disclaimer now that we are live in front of uh, um, a live uh, social media audience, um, which can be up to eighty people. We had one time could be up to zero people sometimes, but it's still live um, on Tuesdays at seven p.m. PT. Um, uh, our next episode, we're doing the best concept album with the concept album podcast. Uh, and yeah, um, that's just where you can find us. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, we are on all social media platforms as well. Uh, Masturbators on Facebook, Debitus underscore Mass on Twitter, uh, Masturbators Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, and I think that's all, everywhere. That's everything. Well, DeAndre, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about your TV MILF crush and these aspirations for the small screen that we have with Martin Reunions. And everyone, you can find all the masturbators information below. And until next time, keep crushing it.